are you ready for the great resignation? Workers across the globe are rethinking their careers and looking at moving on to something new. As a result of the pandemic, companies are facing a huge increase in turnover and the threat of losing their best talent. Let's find out more. Welcome to Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. I'm Natal Dank. And I'm Tom Hack. And we explore the latest hot topics and business challenges impacting the people side of organisations. Stick around to the end for our practical top tip. And if you find this discussion valuable, please subscribe. Okay, Tom, I am actually seeing this great resignation in action with some companies I'm working with. So some companies I know are even having to hire more people in the recruitment team just to then go and hire more people for their organization. Also, there was a recent survey by Microsoft across the global workforce, and apparently 41% of people are thinking about leaving their job at the moment. And then we can look at very specific data across countries, and the Wall Street Journal has reported that in America, the quick rate is the highest it's ever been um, in the last two decades. So this is quite a serious threat that's happening uh, across the globe called the Great Resignation, or the, what is it, the turnover tsunami. I've also heard. Um, so what's your thoughts? What, what's going on here? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> well, my initial thought, I like it. <laughs> so I said, hey, that's <laughs> the, the great resignation. I would like to see exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> I was speaking to uh, my friends from Chile, uh, Francisco, the other day. He was talking about la grande renuncia. That sounds so much better. It's a global thing. It's happening in yeah in Chile as well. I know quite some young professionals who work for strategy consultants, and you know those jobs. That's a lifestyle mm-hmm. job. Huh? You have to work 24-7. They really squeeze everything out of you. What used to be the life? Work hard, play hard. So yeah. you had to make your PowerPoint she- sheets every day uh, until late, but then you were invited to the meeting in Nice, or you were invited to this training program in Thailand and, yeah. and, and, and you had to do this dinner with young students. So there were all those nice things. Yeah. But now those people find themselves in their attic, yeah, <laughs> making PowerPoint slides and big stacks, you know, those stacks. And they think, is this my life? And they they want other things. So many of those people are leaving at the moment and, and, and those strategy consultings, yeah, they have to change things because otherwise they cannot find the people. There's definitely evidence of people rethinking their career, their job, what motivates them from people retiring early through to people becoming freelancers and totally shifting. It's quite interesting, isn't it? We already talked about the crisis as a kind of accelerator. These things were, of course, going on. So people mm-hmm. are, are more conscious about work-life balance. They're more conscious about, I want a job that is closer to my purpose. Those things were going on, but now people find themselves with more time at hand, sitting mm-hmm. at home, spending more time with uh, with their mm-hmm. family. So, so now that is accelerated as well. And that leads, I don't know, uh, we have to see the figures, but that will lead to la grande renuncia yeah, yeah, exactly. if, if companies don't do things. I think this is also true, isn't it? What are companies going to do in response to the great resignation? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the key.
So let's move into that area now, um, because when I'm looking at this topic, I'm thinking there's almost a two-pronged kind of attack or response that you need to do as a HR leader and HR teams, which is, first of all, how do you go and source great talent that actually might be available now or thinking of moving? So there's actually an opportunity in that space, as well as filling the roles that you now have open. However, there's also this this question of how do you quickly learn how to keep the best people you have and and what is going to make the difference um, for them to stay with you? So I think there's sort of there's two directions that you've got to go at the same time. Yeah. Uh, What's your advice on on this? Well, I think we should look at what do people want and what are people looking for and what are elements that have been kind of emphasized in the crisis. And so, for example, the element of I can work everywhere where I want. People have yep. seen that. And so there yep. are people, we, we, you also see it in Silicon Valley, that you certainly don't have to work in the expensive areas, but you can look at a nice place on the map and say, I'm going to move to Portland or uh, mm. not a nice place. So people mm have seen that and they have experienced that and that is something they want. Mm. I don't want to have to work on a certain location where it's expensive, etc. I want to spend more time with my family. I want more empowerment because also people have noticed in the last year and a half that, well, it was more difficult to control them. So kind of automatically people were more empowered and they were yeah. showing that they could do things on their own as a team or or as individuals. And that feels good, that empowerment. Mm. So people yes. want that empowerment. So yes. those are kind of the elements and there are more. It's not about, I want to earn a lot of money, mm-hmm. but I, I want to contribute, I want, etc. So let's look at those elements and th- they are not new. Eh? They are not no. new. And let's see how we can yeah, really work on those elements. And that's both for recruitment and for people who we want to stay. In recruitment, there are more opportunities because if suddenly for some professions, the world is the labor market, that enables you to look for people not only in your limited location, but around the world. So attract those people, offer them something, but don't say, well, you have to be in the office three days per week. That's our new rule. Yes. So you see people, and we will talk about that in another episode, but you see companies, well, they have a tendency to slip back in their old behavior, mm-hmm. making rules, controlling, etc., etc. I know there's a really uh, interesting example that I know of where the company has seen that by creating a work from anywhere approach, which they're actually seeing as a, a sort of real life experiment to see how you do it, how do you enable it, how do you kind of bring it to life from policies, from work visas to just the reality of where you, you know where your office is. But by embracing that that approach, they're seeing it as an opportunity of, well, we could bring the best people to our organization because they can be who they want to be and work where they want to be. But also we could keep the people that we already have. So it's also this sort of idea of recruiting the best, but also keeping the best could be part of the same strategy. Well, if you're ready to transform as a kind of a way to get there. Yeah, but you have to be a good employer who really Mm. cares about people. So if you were not then it's also those elements were emphasized in the crisis situation. Do you really care about people? Did you ask them uh, how you could help them through the crisis, how you could help them to perform better? So so companies who were not so good, 
that was also emphasized in the last mm -hmm. year and a half. And they will have difficulty because they now think, yeah, yeah, we didn't know how to do it. How are we going to do it now? But yeah. companies who really had already a good people practices, well, I think they are in a good place at the moment. Mm. Well, I have heard that point made is that some companies went very short term at the start of the pandemic, let people go, just cut costs, you know, how do we kind of just stay alive, where others thought about how do you really care for your people? Yeah. And and even if you do have to let people go, how do you do it in a really empathetic way? And so I think this is now also employees turning around saying, well, if you didn't value me then, why are you going to value me now? So that's part exactly. of it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. One interesting influence or trend that comes out of situations where you have labour shortage in the market is this increase on wages generally across the economy. And as people try and hire the best talent or keep talent, there is this pressure on salaries and pay. What's some of your thoughts around this? Is there anything that a HR leader should do or be mindful of to prepare for this kind of new competitive element around pay? Pay is always one of the elements and probably not the most important element. So if you think pay is the solution, then you're on the wrong track. You yeah. should look, as I said earlier, and look at the preferences of people and see how you can, in a personalized way, meet those preferences. And for some people, pay might be high on the list. I'm not judging that. Some people say, I want to earn a lot of money. Well, then you better make that possible if you need them. It's not the solution, but as always with pay, yeah, that's for a large element determined by the market. So you have to follow the market. But at the same time, it's more sustainable to work on the elements we discussed uh, yeah. earlier, because then yeah. you have something unique to offer. With pay, it's never unique and it's easy to replicate. Yeah. So that more that holistic approach, that total reward strategy, as yeah. some people like to call it. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much, Tom. Great to speak to you. And uh, we're looking forward to the great resignation and seeing how this uh, <laughs> makes things interesting in the economy. <laughs> great. So our practical tip today is how about trying out a stay interview, similar to how you might run an exit interview, and seek out what are the factors and particularly the risk factors that might exist in your organisation that could lead people, particularly your key talent, to leave. Now, a lot of people aren't very willing to sort of openly talk to their manager about why they might leave their job. So you might need to think about running these stay interviews with an external party or perhaps someone more objective from another part of the business so people feel more open in the conversation. But from the stay interviews, you can get some great data and start to track key metrics around the risk factors that could lead key people and, uh, in general, lead to a great resignation in your organisation. And this means you can start tracking not just the health, but the retention of your talent in a more meaningful way. So try out a stay interview. Thank you for your time today. This is Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. If you like this discussion, please subscribe. Thank you.